Welcome to the Connecticut Criminal Law Podcast, brought to you by Ruane Attorneys. The answers you need, the privacy you deserve. Each season tackles a different area of criminal law. Now, to your host, Jay Ruane. Hey there, Jay Ruane again, turning it over to Gerald to continue his discussion on motor vehicle laws in Connecticut. Welcome to the Connecticut Criminal Law Podcast. I'm Gerald Lentini, and I defend people, including many of the more than 50,000 people who get pulled over by police every day for traffic violations. On this episode, speeding. Thanks for joining us. Everyone who drives does it. Speeding tickets happen to drivers from all walks of life, in all kinds of cars, on all kinds of roads. Even the people who habitually drive under the speed limit will, once in a while, miss a sign that the limit has suddenly dropped. It's easy to let your foot rest a little too heavily on the gas pedal, or to think you can make up a couple of minutes on your drive when you're running a bit late. And sooner or later, you'll look in your rearview mirror and see flashing lights. But what then? Connecticut has a few different speeding laws that you could be cited for violating if you break the speed limit. First, you could be charged with uh, traveling unreasonably fast, which is a more lenient way of handling a speeding violation. This has a low monetary penalty. You're likely looking at $50 plus fees and costs if you get a ticket for this, but still carries a point on your license if you're found guilty. If you plead no contest by just paying your ticket, you won't get hit with any points. Next up is the speeding statute itself. There are multiple ways to be cited for speeding, but the most common ones are going more than 20 miles per hour over the limit on a road other than an interstate, or going over 70 but under 85 on an interstate. Depending on where you were driving and how fast you were going, you could be looking at a base fine of $100 to $200 plus fees and costs. This is also a one-point offense, and like traveling unreasonably fast, if you pay the ticket outright and plead no contest, you'll avoid the points but still have the violation on your driving record. The last way driving too fast can get you in trouble is one we discussed in depth in episode 3, reckless driving. If your ticket was for going over 85 miles per hour, you're likely going to face this charge, which is a misdemeanor and not an infraction, and carries the risk of jail time and an automatic 30-day license suspension. The easiest way to resolve a speeding ticket is basically to surrender. Let the allegation stand, pay the ticket, accept the risk of higher insurance costs and points on your license, and move on. For many people, this might even be the right decision. Paying the ticket means you're pleading nolo contendere, or no contest. You're neither admitting nor denying the charge, but accepting the penalty nonetheless. You're giving up your right to challenge the ticket, but you're also ending the process. If you're an out-of-state driver, Connecticut will notify your home state, so they might impose additional penalties. But this might not be your best option, and in many cases will cause additional problems. If you drive for your job, for example, you may not want to have a speeding ticket on your record. I've had countless clients who drive for rideshare companies, or who work in package delivery, or who are independent owner-operators of tractor-trailers, whose careers could be seriously harmed by accepting a speeding ticket. There are ways to fight a ticket, however. The citing officer might not have filled the ticket out correctly, or he might have failed to provide the prosecution with sufficient evidence. And there are alternative ways to deal with the ticket. For some younger drivers, we might be able to negotiate attending a safe driving class instead of paying a fine. For other drivers, the state will sometimes let you make a charitable donation to a fund that helps crime victims in exchange for dropping the ticket. And often we can negotiate a lower fine than what's imposed, or get your offense changed to a non-moving violation. A good traffic lawyer can do that because we spend a lot of time working with the prosecutors, magistrates, and judges who handle speeding tickets, and we know what factors are most important to them in reaching a resolution. 
Each case is different, and each courthouse handles cases differently, so it's good to talk to someone who's done this a lot. If you need to talk to an experienced lawyer about your Connecticut speeding ticket, our office is happy to take your call at 203-925-9200 to help you figure out the best way to protect yourself. Don't forget to subscribe and join us again for our next episode, where I'll go over non-moving violations and explain how sometimes even a perfect driver can get pulled over. Until then, I'm Gerald Lentini. Thanks again for listening, and drive safe. If you or a loved one needs the advice of a criminal defense or civil rights attorney, the lawyers at Ruane Attorneys are here to help you out. Ruane Attorneys handles all types of criminal cases, from juvenile court to motor vehicle court to every criminal court in the state. And even better, Ruane Attorneys offers a free consultation for anyone facing a criminal charge. If you or someone you love needs advice from a lawyer, have them reach out to Ruane Attorneys at RuaneAttorneys.com or call or text 203-925-9200. Thanks for listening to the Connecticut Criminal Law Podcast. For more information or to get a free consultation for your criminal law questions, visit us at RuaneAttorneys.com or call or text 203-925-9200.